Koppel, host of the Time for Coffee podcast, where you get firsthand career advice into the jobs and industries that interest you the most. And before we start today's show, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you haven't already, I'd be incredibly grateful if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you're like me, you need to do it now because you'll forget later and because it's the best way to help others who may be in search of career advice to find this free resource. So press pause if you haven't done it and do it right now. I'll wait. Thanks so much and enjoy today's show. Hey there, Java Junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or ten minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, Rose Catherine Pinckney. What are all of your responsibilities as a senior exec and head of scripted development? Well, I think all development executives do the same thing, no matter what level you're at. So I'm, I'm just going to speak from, from that space. In development, you are constantly looking for new ideas that can come from anywhere. Again, a book, a movie, a writer who's another, you read another script of his and you like how they think. Somebody has a life story. Somebody wants to do someone else's life story. Somebody's had an experience. Ideas come, you read an article or somebody comes in with an article that is about a certain work experience. And so you decide you're going to do a show set in that kind of a workplace. You are constantly looking for new ideas and constantly trying to choose the ones that will work for your company. And once you do that, I I think I kind of went through the process. You decide you'll buy a script and you have the writers write it. And sometimes you're giving them notes because, you know, it might be something like, hey, you, you have a woman who's 22 years old as the next door neighbor, but our audience is a little older than that. Are you willing to make that 22 year old a 32 year old instead? And how does that change the story that you're trying to tell? So we're kind of involved like from the very beginning to the very end. The other thing to know is that a lot of companies, they executives do both development and current programming at the same time. So at BET, I get to do both. We both kind of help choose the ideas, help shepherd them into series, and then you get to stay with the series and work on all the episodes. So that's kind of a, a luxury for us. But some places divide it up very much so that once you develop a show, you very cleanly hand it off to the current programming department and they take it over. So you're wearing uh, both hats. Yes. I'd also like to talk a little bit about current programming as well, because as the guardians, as we decided to call them, or adoptive parents, they walk beside the show every day. So they deal with all the internal departments. They may deal with the promo guys. They want to make sure that the promo guys come out and and shoot some commercials and get the key art so they can put out a big one sheet with the picture of the cast. 
They work with the legal department to, to make sure that we're not saying anything wrong or, or, you know, stuff needs clearing to make sure that we can say a different brand name. On a daily basis, they're doing all the creative stuff that we did as development executives, but they're doing it every day on different scripts. They're watching rough cuts of the shows once they're shot. And again, giving notes, giving their, you know, their thoughts and critiques and concerns. They are dealing with an actor who wants to quit or a writer who's not doing well, or, you know, a producer who's decided that the direction they're heading in isn't the correct direction. And now you have to stop for a minute and figure out, you know what, do we keep this character around or do we decide to move them away? So they leave the show literally on a daily basis. There are so many things that you can be involved in when you are either a development or a current executive that have to do with the well-being of your show. Some of those things are internal when you're dealing with the other internal departments. You might be dealing with post-production They or, or you might be dealing with scheduling. They want to put the show on the air a certain date and you need to make sure that the shows will be delivered in-house in time for them to do that. You might be dealing with standards and practices, which is another department that tries to make sure that nothing untoward gets said or we don't show too much in, you know, for mature audiences only. So as a, as an executive, you're dealing with all the internal departments, but you're also dealing with an agent who may call because their clients, their actor's dressing room is too small or something happens on set. You get a call from set and you need to go over and see what's happening. Literally, there is no telling what your day might be like involving a show in production, though there are, you know, a bunch of things that you have to do on a consistent basis. So both of these jobs, I like to think of as in-house producers, though real producers would probably be annoyed that I would say that, but it really is about the care and well-being and ultimately delivery of the shows to your network so they can go on the air and then be marketed properly and, you know, have press releases sent out about them and hopefully win some awards along the way. Oh my God. Could you take (laughs) us into a typical day for you, Rose Catherine, with the caveat that a typical day now in November, 2020 must be quite different from the way it looked a year ago before the coronavirus? Well, I would say to you that it turns out that A lot of what we do that takes place in an office is not that much different. Zoom has been really helpful. And if you told me that I'd be taking pitches by video conference on a daily basis, if you told me that a year ago, I would have laughed you out of the state. So on a daily basis, so my morning starts with reading some scripts because I probably started reading them last night and fell asleep and then had to get up early in the morning to start reading them again. I might come in, there are staff meetings. There are different departmental meetings that you might have. We might have a meeting with the marketing department to go over all of our shows and talk about what kind of things we're doing. Are we getting actors on morning shows? Is there a billboard up on Vine? Does somebody want to do an Instagram takeover while we're airing one of the episodes? Then we might get on with production and we talk about, you know, production issues. Well, guess what? There was a storm. It rained a few days and now we're having to switch the production schedule around. Again, a lot of the things that I'm talking about are not things that we are actually doing, but they are things that we need to know about because, again, they have to do with the well-being of our shows. I might go from that meeting to hear a pitch from writers who have an idea they think is right for BET. 
So I'll get on with the team and people will pitch us out something. And then after that, we might discuss it. We might decide we're going to let it settle, think about it overnight. And then I might go to a development meeting with my team where we sit, well, development and current meeting where we sit and we go over every one of our projects that we have, whether they are currently in production or things that we have in development or things where we are negotiating deals. And we talk about every one of them, what needs to be done, what needs to be handled, what what state they're in. And then I might get a call that we need to screen a movie because somebody has a movie idea that they'd like to turn into a TV show. So perhaps we'd sit and screen a movie together. More often than not, we'd all watch the link at home at night as a part of our homework and then discuss the movie the next day and its potential for TV. I might have a meeting with our researchers who've done some research on a show and would like to be able to tell us, you know, give us some hints about things we might do or what it is our audience likes about that show, things we could maybe spend more time on or things we maybe should spend less time on. Boy, I'm trying to think of just on a daily basis. We might have people come in who just want to talk to us about the kinds of things that BET is looking for. So they're not coming to pitch anything. They're just coming to to find out what it is they should be pitching to us next time they call. I might go to a casting session where we're, say we're casting one of our shows. We might, so the casting department puts together their, with the producers, their favorite five actors. And so we go and we watch and we'll help pick which actor might be the lead in a show. Boy, is that not enough stuff? Literally. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm exhausted listening to you <laughs> and I'm not doing it. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the coaching tab at time, the number four, coffee.org or text me at 202-236-5712. That's 202-236-5712. Thank you.